0: You're listening to the House Guy and Home Girl podcast, a podcast about real estate and real life. As realtors, home builders, and real estate investors, John and Kim keep it real. Former teachers turned real estate professionals, they have a heart for helping others. Join them each week as they discuss all things home. And now, here's your hosts,
1: John and Kim. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to this week's show. I'm John the house guy here with my lovely co-host
2: Kim the home girl.
1: And we have a great show lined up for you today. I am so excited for you to hear what we talked about with Thomas and how we kind of came full circle with his investing and what he's been doing in real estate. And uh, it's going to be a really, really good thing. You know, we, we met Thomas basically through his wife. Amber, uh, who we who we know from being in the band at UNA.
2: Amber Carpenter, yeah. Local girl from Tuscumbia. Um, I, when did she join the band? 99-ish. We're old, y'all, but... It was, yeah. 99, was. and just a real sweet little girl. And then um, through her, you know, met Thomas. And then, you know, he had an interest in investing. Now, never did we realize he was going to... I mean, like, this dude really plunged into investing. I mean, he has took it from, you know, just oh yeah that would be a neat thing to do and purchase his first home and then um, well you can see on the interview and hear his story of how he got into investing but it's very neat to hear a local investor just you know
1: yeah he's got a lot he's got a lot of good uh, information in there and and, and, uh, has learned a lot along the way and we've learned a lot from each other so it's been really great getting to know them and then
2: to know them like to know where they started and know where they are now like you know, his portfolio was huge. That dude is killing it.
1: Yeah, he's getting after it. He's, I mean, just he's really by setting
2: goals, like short-term goals that turned into long-term goals. I mean, I think you'll really enjoy this interview.
1: Before we get into that, kind of, you know what what's been going on you want to talk about a little bit about what's going on with us this week what we've been
2: we closed on our build wrapped that up this week and it's it's going to a great family that bought the house that's um they're from this area they're just relocating so closed on that but if you look really close you may not want to zoom in but our eyes are a little we're, we're a little old <laughs> we have been playing rec ball twice a week um last night we were there until 10 o'clock.
1: Yeah, it was late. It was late night. It was yeah. literally late. We don't have to dress up like Nora did for the 100th day of school or whatever. Right, we yeah. got that licked pretty yeah. good. So other than that, you know, we've just been busy working with clients, I guess, trying to kind of round up some. Uh, the real estate market is kind of thawing out a little bit now from the, from the holidays. So we've been kind of working with some buyers and going out and looking and uh, just kind of working through. So,
2: yeah, you had a revamp on one of your. Had your a deal. Deals. Had a
1: deal fall apart. Yeah. Did have a deal fall apart based on inspection this past week. And, uh, but now I think. You
2: just got to put your boots on and keep going. I think well, they wound up finding another house they and did. making another offer. So, matter of fact,
1: actually, Thomas made an offer this Yay. week. And, but it, he didn't get it. Oh, oh darn. <laughs> so, so, but, you know, just like you said, you strap up, get ready, put go again. Put your boots and, on. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think that makes a good segue to kind of just get into the interview yeah, with him. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and
2: so. Yeah, this is a really uh, a neat treat to hear, like I said, a local investor that had an interest in investing. And he, you know, people talk and they talk and, you know, you have ideas and passions and things like that. You know, if if you've been, if investing is on your heart at all, you know, just give us a call. John is, he is a great he, he provides so much leadership. Invest in investing, um, to where you can get started. What books you should read and go from there. But this are trying to
1: say I'm a nerd when it comes well, to that a stuff. A little bit. I, I mean, I'm
2: not really like we we do have rental properties or whatever. But John is really he is in he is really infatuated with the whole investing and building your portfolio. And that's Yeah, helping you know, people okay. and, yeah. and
1: the power of real estate really changed our lives. And so um, without further ado, let's get into the interview with Thomas and, and just gain some insight from him. Awesome. Well, Thomas, thanks for coming in today and uh, meeting with us to talk about uh, some of these real estate goals and things like that that we're uh, getting this show started with. So I guess the first thing to do to start out is just you tell us a little bit about yourself and, and how you got started in real estate.
0: Yeah, so um, I guess, I don't know if I came into real estate uh, in a conventional way or not. You know, a lot of folks, I think, or at least a lot of the books I've read and everything around it, you know, people may come into it as a, you know, real estate agent or something like that. But for me, you know, <clears throat> for, I just started into real estate and, and kind of looking at it as I was kind of looking at my own financial goals and some of the other things. So I, you know, I have a full-time job, I'm in sales, uh, I'm in technology, and that's kind of my really focus and area that I'm in, but real estate for me, you know, was one of those things that I always read, you know, you go through Dave Ramsey books, you know, um, rich dad, poor dad, you know, a lot of different areas, but it's something that I'd always kind of looked at and saw, but never really kind of jumped in as early as I probably should have uh, with it. So, you know, for me, I don't, it's funny just to, to be even on this podcast here because I don't feel like I'm in real estate. Right. Oh, right. Yeah, so yeah. so for so for me I think of myself as, you know, not conventional, not really on, you know, in, in, in that group. But I'm a real estate investor and, you know, trying to trying to grow my portfolio and, you know, just be able to move move the ball forward, uh, with my financial goals that way.
1: So how how long ago did you make your first real estate investment? Oh, I don't know, John. How long ago was it? I, 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 that's what I was trying to think. It's been <laughs> a couple probably, years, right? I think yeah.
0: it's. Uh, I, th- I think. I think we're probably at four, or five years. Six. Has years it been now. that long? I'm not sure. Yeah. It. I know it was pre-pandemic. Um, maybe 2018. Yeah. Because I, I. I know I was really started. I remember sitting at a conference. Uh, so I was like at a. I think it may be a Hadoop conference in 2017. And. I got, I was supposed to speak there, but I was listening to another session. And so I was nervous about, you know, my speaking session. And then I was I was never even listening to the speaker. So if he if he's listening, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, I remember sitting there and being like, oh wait, you know, oh, I'm about to turn, I don't know, maybe I was about to turn 37 at the time, but then I got the numbers wrong or something like that. I was like, I haven't even, you know, I'm gonna be 42 and I haven't even bought a real estate investment, you know, and I've been reading about it. Like I said, uh, you know, just with financial books and blogs and things like that over time, just, trying to do a little bit better. Um, and time just flew. And so I was like, oh man, I need to, I need to get invested. So I think it was, I think I had that, that panic attack maybe in 2017 or 2018, but I think that's when Amber kind of steered you in my direction. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's, that's what I was going to drive towards. Yeah. Cause I remember you reaching out and saying that Amber had seen some stuff on Instagram and I was like, I had just started even doing anything. And I was like, okay, cool. That I'm glad that, that we connected that way. Um, you know, Amber and I were in band together at UNA, you know, her and Kim, my wife. So, um, so that's how we met. Uh, so, talking about your current real estate portfolio, you got started, let's call it four or five years ago. Yeah, what's it? What's it kind of evolved into now? What does it look like?
0: Yeah, so uh, we have a mix. So we started off really small, you know, uh, single family homes. You know, I think the first, I think the first two were like less than a couple miles from our house. <laughs> so right. We, you know, they were. Uh, they. they they were outside of our comfort zone, but they were small enough, right? You know, to 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 really give us, you know, kind of that to jump in because that was that was where we were at. Because like I like I said, I talked about it, read about it for for years, and I just got to the point where I think I came home from that conference and we had we had tried reaching out to a couple other uh, real estate uh, folks before and just never really gotten anything. And Amber found your name and I was like, look we're going to get something by Thanksgiving. Let's, let's just decide to do this. So right. summertime to Thanksgiving that we were like, we're just going to jump in and go in. So single family homes. And one of the things that uh, we started kind of diversifying is getting into some of the smaller multifamily. So mm-hmm. we have about 15 units just spread out over a couple of single family homes and then, you know, smaller uh, multifamily uh, from that perspective. So good mix. They're all in our local area. So, you know, we're still kind of, Uh, conservative probably in our approach uh, from that perspective, but uh, it makes, it's made it a little bit easier to kind of accelerate too, because, you know, as you start building that understanding of what rents are like, what, you know, per unit should be, what cost is like, and especially over the last couple of years, just with, you know, even in our area, getting some appreciation has been a little bit interesting too, but you have that set of comfort level just by staying, or I have by staying local. So.
1: Yeah. And so you guys did hit it at the right time on especially, you know, the the big zoom we had up in the last, you know, which now it's slowing down. But the year that we had last year, that was you've gotten some some good equity there. So um, as far as management, what do what you guys you know, are you guys self managing You using a manager? How are you guys doing that on all the on the 15 units that you have?
0: Yeah. So we started off, uh, self managing, um, and it was, we just had one or two, we've been really blessed, you know, knock on wood, uh, with those, but there's still challenges, still a lot of learning in it, but we started using a property manager. Cause like I said, I work full time, you know, Amber's Amber's working full time. And just in the season that we're in right now, it's, it's just a challenge, right? Uh, we feel like for us, because we're not, this is for us, you know, kind of a retirement kind of an investment vehicle. Mm-hmm. So, you know, while the ten or fifteen percent, you know that that you pay the property manager, it, it's definitely worth it for us. You know we have smaller kids, right? And you know, starting out, Amber would you know be over there cleaning a house or something like that, or maybe painting or something. And you know, our littlest one may be at daycare for four hours, right? So like right. you know, taking it over there, like how do you get that much done in, in that amount of time? And I travel a lot, so when we first started this, I was traveling. I think I think in our first deal, I remember you were pushing me to get. I don't know, something with the financing or something we had to do. And, I, you know, you called me and it was like 2 a.m. my time or something like that because I was in London. Right. <laughs> so so with all that being said, you know, it, very quickly we learned to start just using a property manager right. from that perspective. And, you know, well, it allows us to be as involved as we want to some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, we're probably more involved, I guess, from that perspective. But it's been good for us and it's, you know, something that you kind of factor in as you're looking at deals. Right.
1: Especially as you're doing like you like you said, a full time job, you know, it, to manage units is a lot of people think it's it's really hands on. It's not as much as people think, but at the same time, as you scale up, it's not scalable if you're trying to work a full time job outside of real estate. Yeah, you know, as far as going and, and your guys' goal is to, to scale, right? I mean you're trying to get acquisition and, and get more units and grow that portfolio, I'm assuming, right? I mean that's Yeah,
0: definitely. But I mean it's not even for me, it's, I know it's weird to say, well, a conservative approach is your pro- property manager because it costs you money, right? But it's once again, um, so I remember reading years ago uh, Warren Buffett's Snowball. Um, I, don't, I don't know that he wrote it, but I think he co-wrote it. But this is a biography on him and how he approached it, right? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I think everybody's kind of seen it. You know, you hear Dave Ramsey talk about the debt snowball, but I mean, all of it. So, you know, starting off small and it just continues to grow. Well, for us, using a property manager as a conservative approach because it took some of the the load off like of learning right. right so we started learning like oh well that's how you do it because you know we're still at a mix right now where we're we're, we're transitioning a couple that we self-manage over to our property manager and we see how quickly you know he's able to get the units clean get them you know repainted construction everything like that and get them turned back over where for us you know it, it's months and it's is right. wasteful right, right. Uh, yeah. from that perspective so. i
1: remember when we when we were first started out kim and i flipping our house and emmett was a little you know little one and, and it was really like heart wrenching cause you carry your kids with you. And then we would, we had a little TV that had a built in DVD player and we'd set it up and put them in a stroller and yeah. and we're over there painting, you know, it's like, oh, this is not like, this yeah. is not the American dream that I was looking for, you know, so, so definitely I can see where the management uh, helped you out there. So, um, so as far as like your goals, we talked about, you're gonna continue to grow. What, what would you say you're like Maybe your short-term goal is in real estate, and then bigger picture, 20, 30 years down the road.
0: Yeah, I mean, definitely, um, we try to have short-term and long-term goals. I guess the biggest thing for us right now, if we're if we're looking out like in the next two to three years, it'd be great to get to forty uh, units, right? Mm-hmm. Um, from that perspective, and then from there, you know, long-term, you know, we we've, we've got you know, pretty ambitious goals, like you know, maybe like a hundred hundred doors or something like that. But it would also be interesting to maybe diversify a little bit you know we've looked at it you know do we want to do you know some more commercial or maybe even a mixed unit commercial right Mm -hmm. we have like you know a couple a couple rentals on top and then you know some kind of commercial unit um, on the bottom floor as well too for some kind of business or you know I mean it's hard I mean I I do a lot of reading Um, and you see a lot of people with the short short short-term rentals and some of the other stuff those seem kind of fun right like who doesn't want to have you know a beach house or you know you know something a cabin or something like that in Gatlinburg and everything like that but I don't know that's just it's just a little bit different so you know long term I guess you know things are wide open you know from that perspective too Um, but once again we're kind of kind of conservative in our approach and you know just continuing to double down on some of the things that we're doing Um, and who knows I mean the markets changing right now right you know I've never operated in you know some of the higher interest rates so you know factoring some of that into the pricing and everything like that I mean I don't I'm not stuck within one approach for it Mm -hmm. with the 40 units but it's also been interesting too because like I said we started off with single-family homes but then we started moving into some of the duplexes and some of the multifamilies too because the market which in our area typically doesn't see I mean from you know a lot of a lot of appreciation just from what I've seen just as a homeowner uh, for I don't know 15 20 years but we were competing, right? You know, from, from that perspective. So get, you know, competing with the duplexes and some of the other stuff is a little bit different. Right. right. And so we, we, we kind of caught, you know, we kind of stopped looking at the single family homes. Yeah. So maybe we
1: go back now at this point. Right. Yeah. There's deals coming. I think you, you, you and I've talked about that. You know, there's going to be some deals coming as these interest rates, these, like we talked about the balloon notes and stuff, you know, as those come due on people and the adjust, interest rates adjust, we're going to see, I think that's what I'm predicting anyway, some deals come along. Um, so as far as real estate, um, the next question is: Do you do you invest solely in real estate as your kind of your retirement, or do you have other vehicles that you like to use, uh, other investment proper uh, investment products and things like that, or are you solely just kind of focused on the real estate deal?
0: No, no, no. So we definitely diversify, right? We have four hundred one ks you know IRAs and things like that, and then it's it's mostly indexes, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, growth stock, you know, index funds is kind of where, where, where we where we sit and where we kind of put that. We haven't, I know that there's, you know, ways and things you can do with 401Ks and, you know, in your investment, but that's just, I don't know, it's just another way to kind of diversify. Once again, you know, our our kind of conservative approach uh, with that has been, you know, just to have, you know, to be able to have that because, you know, and real estate is really interesting, right? When you start looking at it from, Hey, you know, watching your 401k grow over time or IRA with the index funds. But what always has kind of gotten me, even with like the 4% rule or the 3% rule, you're still having to draw down with stocks where with real estate, you know, if you don't, even if you don't factor in appreciation, if you just look at, you know, what rents grow over time and then the pay down on the mortgages, that's another stream of income where you don't have to sell it off, right? Uh, from that perspective. So it's kind of a balanced approach. Um, but I don't know. A lot of it's in, a lot of it's in theory because I've never had to retire yet. <laughs> right. right. So. Yeah.
1: Well, maybe we'll work, keep working towards that. So talking about you and Amber, right. And your kind of your family dynamic and your family life. When you guys are talking about making these decisions to invest in real estate, like kind of, you know, and you don't have to get too personal, you know, like what, but, but how did that, how did that kind of shape out? You know, when, were you both immediately on board? I know with, me and kim for instance you know when i said hey we're gonna buy some rent houses all her all her mind told her was like no that you're gonna be plunging toilets at 2 a.m we're not and it took some convincing and now she's 100 percent on board you know Uh, maybe how did that work with you guys and and, i mean if you don't mind talking about that a little bit i mean
0: yeah i mean it's probably some of the same like i'm I'm a I'm a long-term planner. I guess you could say I have my head in the clouds a lot of times, and Amber can kind of help keep me grounded. Mm-hmm. You know, she would joke and say that she's, you know, she would she bust my bubble sometimes on some of these things. Right. But it's like, you know, I'll go maybe to the extreme, and she'll, you know, kind of pull it back down. Like, hey, in reality, what is that? Like, for example, like, you know, I'll throw out some goals, and I think everybody kind of does this to some extent, right? But like, hey, you know, we... We used to live in Heathrow before we bought our first house. It's like we're going to buy Heathrow someday, right? Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Well, yeah. Well, how does all that happen? And you know, she, you know, g- kind of backing into it uh, from that perspective. And if anybody from Heathrow is listening, you know, so at some point, like <laughs> let's let's have a conversation. You can figure that out, right? Because <laughs> right. I want I want to make that happen. But, right. So. I'll do a lot of the long-term kind of dreaming kind of uh, planning from that perspective. And then she'll kind of walk it back and help me understand or pull me along sometimes right on, well, how's that really going to work? Right. Or or are you thinking into that? Because sometimes you get these ideas, right? And every idea you have doesn't have, isn't the greatest idea. I mean, they all could be possible, but Mm -hmm. just because you can think it up doesn't mean you probably should or it's going to work in in your season of life and where you are. Uh, So from that perspective, but we're, we're on, we're on the same page, you know, from, from that perspective. I will say that, you know, like, you know, I tend to get a little aggressive with the goals and some of the other things and she's a little more conservative and we kind of meet in the middle. Um, But then it's also fun to kind of look back and be like, okay, well look, look where we are look what we've done. And it, right. You know, it's, it's, it's the tortoise in the hair, you know, you got, you kind of go slow and you look back over time and you've just continually been running that race and you made a lot of progress. Right. Yeah. The
1: days are long, but the years are short. That's kind of what yeah, they say. Uh, yeah. You know, with um, they say that about kids. Yeah. And that's what I <laughs> this was kind of segueing into that, you know, like as far as that goes, how do you guys balance all that? You know, you got, uh, you got your children, you got your full-time job, you got your marriage, you got your hobbies, your interests and, and your real estate portfolio which i know you got management in place which helps you some but and what about some other strategies or some things that you guys have found helpful to to help you balance all of that
0: yeah i mean i think the biggest thing for us i know this is going to sound weird but you know knock on wood we've been very fortunate you know with our property management and that that takes a lot of it off of our plate and it allows for us to be as involved as we want mm-hmm. and like i said you know talking with our property manager he's really good you know he'll say hey you guys are more involved to some extent and it's you know part of it is location, right? You know, we're here so we can make decisions. So it's like, you know, we're, you know, we've even gotten down to the paint. And so, you know, I credit Amber with a lot of this, but you know, to make everything easier and stuff, she's taken, you know, like, Hey, she really organized like this is the paint we use at everyone. So, you know, hopefully that it gets easier over time. Um, you know, this is the LVP, or the, the, these are the kind of decisions that we make, uh, from that perspective. But you know, the biggest thing is, I guess, you know, looking for the deals, evaluating those, but you know, that's something you can do, you know, over time as you get better at it. You know, I feel like I've done a pretty good job of setting up a system where we can evaluate those. And a lot of times it's just, you know, going through that, having, having the network. I mean, it's a lot of emails and some of the other stuff, but it's, I mean, it's, it's pretty manageable uh, from that perspective. And like I said, I mean, even the first deal that, you know, I was nervous about, Hemden Hall didn't understand it, you know, was, was really worried, but, I did it while I was in London, right? You know, right. we—I think we came back. I think I, yeah, because I—I was out there speaking at a conference. I came back, and three, or, three or four days later, we signed the papers on the first deal, right? And that's before we were, had a property manager. Now it's, you know, it's it, it's been fairly easy, right, from that perspective.
1: I mean, so you said something interesting there that I want to kind of circle back to. So you, you guys are systematizing your your remodeling. Choices. It sounds like when you have to rehab a unit, you're just saying, Hey, we're going to put this paint. This is what we're going to do. Every unit's going to get whatever the color is. Every unit's going to get this flooring. Uh, I think that's super smart, you know, because, because then it's, you just eliminate those choices, right? Like, um, it's kind of like, um, who is it? Steve jobs, you know, always wore the same outfit or whatever, you know, like that was his deal. He didn't have to, that's eliminated one choice. So I think that's really, really smart, you know, to, to do that. You guys just did, on your last um, acquisition, you did your first kind of gut remodel, yeah. right? On the unit, we'll talk about that a little bit. How that, how that went?
0: Yeah, that was uh, pretty intense. Um, so Amber had never looked at the property, so after we bought it, uh, she she went in <laughs> and looked, and one of them, one of them needed. a, I mean, it was a I would say almost a complete gut for the most part. I guess she mm-hmm. would call it a, a complete gut. There are some things we didn't have to do, but yeah, um, and that's one of those things that we we tried not tried to, we did self-manage a majority of that, you know, got to like the, you know, five yard line and the property manager took over the, the last portions of it. But that's where Amber went through systematized. At our season in life at that point, Tommy was in school a little bit longer. So, you know, he was, or maybe he was in daycare, I think. But um, he was, he was, he was in there. It took us a lot longer than if we had just turned it over to our property manager and did it. But it also taught us some of the things too um, that that we needed to to learn to understand so that now, we're, I mean, it's happening right now while we're in this interview, and, you know, they're they're refreshing another one of our units as well, too. But when they call me back and ask me, you know, all the hundreds of questions that you that you have to do with it, I know all the answers. This for is it. what we did. This is the paint. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you know, let's use this LVP right. in there. And, you know, this is the approach that we want to do uh, from that perspective and, you know, just understanding that. So it makes it a little bit easier having already kind of done that. And I guess we did that as well, too, when we were managing on our own, which... Once again, you know, even the self-managing, we had, you know, we had good tenants. You know, we we tr- started out using a system there too. I think we were using Tenant Cloud at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of that stuff, you know, the leasing and everything like that, it was all kind of just automated. Um, even the listings and some of the other stuff. So, gotcha. and all that being said, you know, I understand that we. We are operating probably, you know, in, in a really good rental environment, you know, from mm-hmm. that perspective, if you look at the economy and everything like that. But um, so we've, we, we have been fortunate there and we were fortunate when we did the first couple of, um, well, I guess most of our purchases, you know, and in, in historically low interest rates too. So, I mean, I know that there's some, you know, risk from that perspective. That hey, you, you were doing it at the good time. It's like all the people that were making crypto things. You know, it's like hey, man, you know, you make you know millions in crypto, and right. then you know, go to a bear market, and everybody's like, oh, this is this is awful, right. horrible, yeah. right? But they just hadn't operated in that in that environment yet. Right,
1: right, yeah. So. um that kind of answers a little bit of that question the next question is how do you find and work with contractors uh, sounds like a lot of that's coming through your management company um, making connections there uh, any other way that you've kind of found to, to find people to do help I mean, yeah you, you guys are bootstrapping it at first kind of like we were you, you know the contractor was right here right you're gonna paint you're gonna do this stuff and and make it work what about any other tips or anything that you've found to? find good contractors?
0: Yeah well I mean I'm a list person so you know whether you use Evernote whether you use your own spreadsheets or OneNote some of the other stuff so I do keep track of you know folks uh, that we use Um, I hit you up all the time for for things Amber's from this area so Mm. you know my if somebody you know even if you're not purchasing with a real estate agent or you're you're investing like there are people in your network right like you know they're within I guess, you know, Amber being local here, there's people always asking on Facebook or, you know what I'm saying? So like, she'll keep, she'll, she'll take screenshots of those people and we'll keep them and we'll, we'll try a couple of them. So maybe somebody's looking for a plumber, you know, some other things, but I mean, some of it's just learning, right. You know, I've called some of the big companies, right. That have the billboards and everything like that and nothing against them. But, you know, a lot of times, you know, you, you know, they're, they're, they're looking more for, they're the people that, you know, that, that you call. Uh, it's your personal home, right? So their prices right. probably aren't as competitive right. because they don't know that you're, you know you're going to give them repeat business, and you have to pay for the billboards and some of the other stuff. Right, so right. I, I learned, and there's some expenses there right. that were high. Yeah, you know, I found I found things on uh, what is it, um, Angie's List? Mm-hmm. You know, um, those didn't work out very well. But I mean, you know, I mean, you just you, you just 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 start writing it down. Like that's my thing. Just start writing it down, and then you have people. And then you can always find it in your network as well too. So yeah. I mean, Facebook is you know there's there's tons of resources out there. Like even in like you know what is it the what's happening in the shoals? Group. Yeah, that's a new like yeah. People new group. just ask yeah. I right. mean, but it's people around the shoals and they may talk about the latest hamburger joint that opened up or snow on the bridge or something like that. Right. But then they're also like, who's the best handyman or who's you know somebody that can build an outdoor kitchen for me? And you see them list all these. And other then people. you're just like, take your phone yeah. out. I'm going to keep <laughs> so, that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's. Now, I, that's a good question because that's a fear that you that I had, right? Mm-hmm. Because like I have this list of honeydews that I never get done around the house. <laughs> and, and, and you know my wife's like, well, you right. want to buy, you, you want to get into rental properties? Like, how are you going to do it? I'm like, I don't know.
1: <laughs> right, we'll figure it out yeah. though, right? Yeah.
0: I still have that list of honeydews either too.
1: <laughs> I, think, I think that was one of the most important things that I ever did when I was still teaching. Everybody that worked on anything, I just saved their number, yeah. right? And put in their contractor. And then now if I got, I mean, it's just like you just type in contractor in your phone and you got a list of a hundred people. It's like, well, that guy can't do it. The next one can, you know, so
0: yeah. What what is it? um, If you've got one, you've got none. So I try to keep, you know, one or two, you know, obviously as you're going, because a lot of times too, I mean, during COVID, all the renovations and everything, everybody was just so busy. Right. Like, you know, everybody's redoing their kitchen or I don't know how many people in my neighborhood got a pool. Uh, now my kids are like, why didn't we get one? <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. And the people that would work could work yeah. then, right? That was the other thing. So um, let's kind of skip ahead here. What, if, if, say we're talking to somebody like yourself four or five years ago, who's looking to get started in real estate investing, what would be your advice to them to get, to get going? Yeah. I
0: mean, for me. Once again, your environment may change, you know, so your mileage may vary, as some people would say. Um, but in the market that we were in, for us, I just put myself on, I was like, hey, we're going to, I mean, I went through college, right? Um, I have got a master's degree, did my MBA, some of the other stuff. So I looked at some of them and I'm like, not that those didn't get me anything, I thought they were very valuable, but also too, there is something to doing, right? And so I would say, if you're sitting there and do your due diligence on on your research and everything like that but at some point you just got to jump in Mm -hmm. so like I was a kid um and you know scared of heights and you know a pretty good swimmer but there's a place there's a place in our area here called Point Mallard and Mm -hmm. so if you remember Point Mallard they've got like three of those big diving boards and I think the top one was always closed yeah but you know it's kind of like you know you go up I would go up to the first level and I remember having to do the walk of shame where I came back down one time (laughs) and so I don't know when what happened but You know, one time I went up there and I was like, all right, I'm just not going to think about it, right? So I went up just to the edge and I held my nose and, you know, cannonballed into it and it it worked. And so I try to remember that a lot of times with some things when you're doing them, you know, obviously I'm not saying, hey, you know, go out and do something that you're not educated on, but there is a certain point where you do need to, you do need to take a calculated risk and to to jump in because then you're going to learn, right? Right. And you may still hem and haul, or you may find out that you don't like it. I don't know. But if you can take a small calculated risk, to go, to be in, to be in the doing phase of it, because I mean, I went 10 years, right? Just reading books on some of the other things. Now I did some of the things, uh, all the books that I was reading weren't on real estate, but you know, that, uh, I mean, I probably spent a year, year and a half listening to bigger pockets, you know, before, right. Cause I, I, tr- I travel and I'm in sales. so I have a lot of car and windshield time. Um, and you know, that, that kind of gave me the courage to do it too. So.
1: That would be my thing. Just do something. Just like jump in. Calculated and do it, right?
0: risk, calc- you know, calculated risk, but jump in.
1: Yeah, that point mallard thing. My kid, like I don't know, last time we went five years ago or something. Yeah. Emmett was maybe ten or eleven. He jumped off the highest available. Oh. I, I have never jumped off of any of them. I won't do it. I'm like, I think I'm, I've
0: just done the second platform, which it's not that much further. but, yeah, but, but I, I mostly standing on that the top one, one though. I think it's like a hurt or something, yeah, and they I closed think it, was it. Closed for yeah, a while. And they so. shut her down. Um,
1: so uh, as we kind of bring this to an end here, uh, again, thanks so much for coming in yeah. and talking to us. So, uh, for just for everybody that's kind of watching this, how can somebody connect with you? If if they have a deal that maybe they want to talk to you about, or just to get some advice or whatever, what, what, what would be the best way to kind of connect with you?
0: Yeah. So, uh, the best way I do have a website, com, is about technical stuff. So don't be, don't, <laughs> don't be confused from that perspective. Um, and then I'm on Twitter as well too, but you know, definitely, you know, reach out, connect with me on that. Um, if you have, you know, if you're in the web development and big data analytics and stuff like that, you can definitely reach out to me on that. But, um, you know, as far as real estate, yeah. I mean, especially if there's anybody local in the area that, you know, has a deal or something like that, you know, our focus right now has been in some of the multifamilies. So we're trying, we're, we're, we're looking for, you know, something and we try to stay away from, you know, some of the, some of the larger deals because I know that's where a lot of the you know private equity and some of the, some of those uh numbers are so we you know if we stay in that 8 to 10 or 8 to 20 kind of multifamily. so if there's somebody that has something you know in the shoals area that's you know anywhere from i would say anywhere from 4 to 20 units um definitely reach out you know um we we would we, be happy to kind of look at that and evaluate and you know maybe even partner from that perspective so
1: right on and what's your handle on twitter
0: uh, uh, I'm not. It's like T.M. Henson, uh, okay. I believe. So if you just search uh,
1: Thomas Henson, you'll find it. We'll put it on there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll look at it up and find you. Um, so couple of questions outside of all the real estate and investment stuff. What what do you guys do for fun as hobbies outside of work, parenting, marriage, blah, blah, blah all the yeah. investment, all that? What do you guys do to just say we're breaking free? We're gonna have have a good time.
0: I don't think there's anything that we do that's not parenting related. But
1: RV, <laughs> RVing is uh, something we, we consider
0: ourselves COVID campers. So, right. Um, and we started off just going local, but, you know, we've got some bigger trips. And so we're in the RV life. Um, one of the things that Amber and I do when the kids do get to bed or if they're out playing video games, I've got a little office that's, you know, set up for them. Uh, to play is we'll watch, you know, people in the RV community on YouTube, right? And so right. we'll watch these awesome trips, and then we love planning them and things like that. So, you know, our goal is to get to 49 states before the kids get too cool to hang out with us. So <laughs> right. I've taken them, and they've slept in 49 uh, of the states that we can get to by RV, so.
1: <laughs> wow, awesome. I did not know y'all had traveled that extensively. That's awesome. Well, we
0: hadn't gotten there yet, but we're at, I think we're at 13 or 14 states right now. Right. Um, and then, you know, yeah, I mean, we're, we're – got a big trip planned in the summer you know spring break you know we're going going to check off like uh some of the natural springs in in the
1: florida area so you know fun times a lot of covid campers out there though too and a lot of good deals on campers now from the people that are getting out of the life right (laughs) they're like i don't want this thing anymore um so so here's a little question that we're we're kind of make going to make a segment on the show And uh, we haven't got a name for it yet. We're going to figure that out. Uh, But do you have maybe a life hack or a favorite destination that that you want to share with everybody? Just something that you think, hey, man, if people knew this, this would help them, or this is a really cool place to go. Yeah. um,
0: I go with destination since we're talking RV and stuff. So Mm -hmm. one thing that I did not realize, and I'm a big fan of, is the Great Lakes now in Michigan. Like, I did not know. And, in, and anybody that's l- listening to this here in our local area, like, it's actually not that far. Like, I had family in Michigan and stuff, but, you know, it was a lower part. But, oh, my gosh, like, it's amazing. The the views are amazing, like the crystal clear water because of the way the glaciers are and stuff on Lake Michigan. Now, your kids will turn blue. You know, we went in June. Your kids, right. your kids will turn blue. The lips will turn blue when yeah. they're looking at it. Um, but there's so much shoreline and stuff there. We like it so much that, you know, we did Traverse City, Sleeping Bear Dunes, Mackinac Island, uh, this past year, and we're looking at going like I didn't even know this, but Door County, which is really close to Green Bay, is right there on Lake Michigan, and so. That's one thing that you know. If, if you're looking at destinations and thump, something outside the box, it's uh, pretty pretty interesting. So
1: cool. I've never been up. I think well, doesn't one of the Great Lakes touch Chicago though, or something like yeah, that? Yeah, so that's Lake Michigan. Okay. Um, so I've, I think I've seen that body of water on the Navy Pier there in Chicago, but I don't. You know, as far as traveling as that as a destination, no, I've never been there. Go to the top of the Mitten. Um, that's where my, my parents had went
0: um, a good bit to Lake Mac, uh, to Mackinac Island, and some mm-hmm. of the other stuff. Like I said, the water's kind of cold, but you're on Lake Huron there. But then just a little bit over is Lake Michigan, but then, so it's a national shoreline. Um, so there's a shoreline up there too. It's called sleeping bear dunes. Just, just look at it on YouTube. I'm telling you, man, it's, it's amazing. Cool place. And the water is so blue. They were saying because, you know, it's glacier ice and some of the other stuff. So the sediment stuff now, when can you go swim in with some of the other stuff i think Lake michigan's your better better bet but you know we're going to go and try to see lake superior this summer as well too but i don't think you can ever swim there but maybe it's wrong. always <laughs> just too cold yeah, yeah
1: i guess so abc audio so we're looking for a podcast b for a book c for a channel mm-hmm. so for your for your abc's uh what what would be a podcast, a book, and a YouTube channel that you would recommend?
0: Yeah, so podcast, I think, and if you have people in real estate, they might like this too. It's more technical, like I said, I'm in sales, but the um, brutal truth of sales—that's really good. Okay, um, you know, he does a really good job on LinkedIn. Um, it's about sales and some of the other stuff. Which, if you're in investing, if you're in real estate sales, like you have to, you have to understand these steps. So that's uh, that's it. Book. Mm, it's
1: hard to choose um, right
0: i just finished atomic habits so i guess we'll just go with that i one. put
1: that on my list actually um i went to a well, the brandon turner you, you know from bigger pockets the, yeah. goal, the goal setting seminar i went to that the other day and everybody was talking about that book you know yeah. atomic habits so I'm, I'm anxious to read that it's on my list over there to read it uh what about a youtube channel that you follow you mentioned the rv one right so are there other channels that you would recommend yeah so one that i follow
0: and this guy you know he, he does a great job and I, i'm forgetting his name, but it's a one rental at a time. So he's doing a, he's doing a series where he tries to do, I think a thousand days straight of just posting live, but he goes through all the numbers and everything like that. And he, so he was in tech, he was in sales and an accountant. So definitely hits, hits close to me because, you know, those are some of the things I've done, but you know, he, he wrote the one rental at a time book, but he does a lot of financial news. So he'll come back and give you an aggregate of like the whole market, like why the Fed's doing this or what the Fed's going to do or CPI and data and stuff like that. And then he also ties it back to real estate too. So he'll tell you, he'll look at, hey, this is the number of houses that were sold in the U.S. This is the number that's going down and why that matters and show us, well, that's actually not that big of a deal or it is a big deal because in 2008 or in 2015, this is how many we're selling. So he kind of, he kind of lays it all out and gives you the information and some analysis on it. Um, it's like 10, you know, I think he keeps them around 10 minutes every day. But one, he has a whole bunch of other stuff too. One rental
1: at a time. One rental at a time. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and now for the one, two, three segment, right? So those are great recommendations, by the way. I'm going to check all that out. Uh, the one, two, three segment. So this would be what advice would you give somebody at basically three different levels of money to invest a thousand, ten thousand, and a hundred thousand. So you can start at whichever end you want. And then, just what would you tell somebody? Hey, here's what you need to do. Here's what I would do if I was in your shoes.
0: Yeah. Um, so, with a thousand, like I said, you know, I'm more of a conservative approach. But a thousand dollars, you know, honestly for me, you know, I would want to make sure that you know, if you have your emergency fund set up and everything like that, um, you know, a thousand dollars is a good base, you know, to start to start saving and start snowballing into others. So, you know, and I would set up with some kind of system, right? You know, automatically making sure more more goes over there because you know for me if you're looking to get into real estate i think you're gonna need a little bit more than a thousand you right. know unless you're doing some kind of house hack or something like that ten thousand i think you know that that gets you the opportunity to definitely do a house hack which i've never done but you know um or you know e- e- even your first rental right so yeah. you know single family home just depending on what your criteria is and then obviously with a hundred thousand you know that gives you the opportunity there to um you know eat if I, if it were me to, you know, pour it into, you know, an, another property or something like, or you know, your first property, mm-hmm. from that perspective, um, I will say that you know I've looked at and I've been really close a couple times to some of the, I don't know if it's called private equity or syndications, but you know, the some 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 of the larger deals. Um, one of my mentors, that's one of the areas that uh, he focused and He w- he was involved in a lot. So I think I think even if you're not going to do those, like signing up for those um, and learning how they structure deals and everything. Mm-hmm gives me more ideas on how i structure my deals just right? getting
1: the information right yeah, just sign I mean, they, up they, and say they, send me the yeah, send me they the they perspective
0: put, yeah well i mean you can download the powerpoint and it shows hey you know this is what a hundred thousand dollars would would get you over you know the four or five years and you know they have an exit plan and some of the other stuff right. so it doesn't cost you anything to sign up
1: for those right so yeah so yeah i think those are all really great i was trying to go back to the um to the thousand you know we talk about that that's kind of a that's kind of a low you know it's like you're looking at that from a perspective of like, what, what can you do? You're really going to have to get to another point with that, right. To where you can do something to make that work for you. But at the same time, if you're thinking, and like you said, and I was the same way we spent years reading books, gaining knowledge before we ever pull the trigger on anything. You know, you can spend a thousand bucks on learning, you know, and I, and I call that paying tuition, right? Just, just, you're just learning. Like you haven't bought anything yet, but just, the just like you pay a tuition for a class man you're learning so i think um i think you're wise there to say just hey man we're, we're investing that we're gonna keep yeah. snowballing that away until we get to a point where we can actually pull the trigger and do something there so um uh, thomas man i really appreciate you coming in today and your perspective on everything i've enjoyed working with you guys to help you kind of build your real estate empire and hopefully we we'll continue to do that um, you guys you guys are inspiring to me because you really have focused on it. You know, a lot of people say they're going to do it and they talk, but you guys have have done it. And and I'm proud of you guys for one, you know, just to say that, but thanks for coming here today and answering these questions. And and hopefully you can get connected with somebody here that would be able to help you kind of get a little further down the road.
0: Yeah. Thanks. I mean, and it's, it's been a fun journey and you know, you learn a lot through it. So I I appreciate your help. Awesome, man. Well,
1: that's it. We're going to wrap it up. All
0: right.
1: (laughs) So what a great show with Thomas today so thankful for him coming out and sharing some of his insight and knowledge Uh, feel like I've learned so much just in the little short time that we had here to talk of course we talk all the time Uh, so and one of the things that intrigues me about him is is him and Amber a lot like us you know they're they're a couple that have kids and they're trying to manage all that and make all that work and so um, that's kind of what I gleaned from what he talked about you know like how to kind of make all that work and set your goals and and really short
2: and long-term goals and then you know he plunged into it and made it happen you know and he's growing his portfolio you know just he's it's he it's just so much like it's crazy to see where he started and where he's at now it's just amazing it really is and like the passive income that he's been able to create like that's amazing that dude is killing it and i think we probably might need to look at getting maybe an rv or renting one or i don't know that that's pretty neat though
1: yeah that's great for them i don't know if you're the uh if you're going to be the roughing it maybe we
2: need to rent one before we would actually make a big purchase like that but anyways that was neat though yeah so
1: anyway just want to say thank you guys for taking the time to watch the show today and uh, hopefully you learned something uh if you have any questions be sure to uh you know comment below or click. Click subscribe, contact us in any way, Uh, shoot us a text, an email, carrier pigeon, whatever you want to do to get in touch with us. Because we ultimately, just like with Thomas, we want to help people achieve their goals through real estate. So you got anything else to say, Kim, to wrap this thing up?
2: I can show you any house in the Shoals area. Call me, call John. Whether you're investing or you're wanting to find your dream home or the next home, in your on your journey we're happy to help so we're here
1: thanks so much for watching you guys have a great weekend see ya
0: thanks for listening to the house guy and Home Girl podcast your number one source for all things home be sure to subscribe to the podcast and check out our youtube page for video content from the show